Hey, holy people. I am your host, Maya Ariel Gaston, and this is the Thoughts and Testimonies podcast. In this podcast, I hope to share with you a little slice of my life and the ways in which I discern how to live as the light in what could seem like a really, really dark world. Now, I am far from perfect, but I do try my best to press forward towards perfection. And these short stories, I pray you find ways that you can be you, shine bright, and stay holy. And if that ain't possible, then maybe take that up with God. Oh, hey, girl. What's up? Oh, nothing much, honey. Just sitting here bored as always, on scroll patrol, watching a new Netflix series. Yeah, look, I know I said I was going to do that this weekend, but Netflix just released the last few episodes of our show. And I was only going to watch one episode, but here we are four hours later. Honey, you know how that happened. This show is just way too good. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on, girl. Hold on. Somebody's calling me on the other line. Let me see who it is. Dang. <laughs> it's God again. Mm. No, 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 no. It's fine. I'll call him back when I get off the phone with you. Hey, holy people, we are back for another episode of the Thoughts and Testimonies podcast. Thank you for sticking in there with me. Um, I am just so just thankful and grateful to be back on this journey. Last week, we talked about being back. Um, And this week, this week, we're going to talk about making God a priority. So I am titling this episode Okay, God, but for real though, you're my priority. Because we know dang on well, (laughs) this is not the first time that we've had to figure out how to fit everything in in our life, right? And I know that intro might have sound real ridiculous because who gonna just ignore God? But I'm gonna be real honest with y'all. This has happened way too many times that I am just, you know, willing to admit. And it's so easy for me and I'm sure for you all too to get your priorities you know in order and um and I just find myself sitting back thinking about how in the world did I end up here how like I just feel like I'm in a slump like how did we get here last week I was feeling so good and this week I can't even think straight I just want to sit on a couch and watch tv right and the reality is we create that slump for ourselves we do. We soak around. Um, we we create our laziness, even though we have been given a to do list, and even though we have been taught, and we know that the biggest part of fostering relationships is getting out there, talking to that person, communicating with that person. And if you're in a real intimate relationship, you know you're gonna put that person first before everybody else, right? Um, and and God expects the same. God definitely expects the same. And so I knew that I was not the only person dealing with this struggle, right? Like I work a full-time job. I am also a wife. So I come home. I have stuff to tend to at the house. Um, I have friends that I'm trying to foster. And especially with me being new out here in Arizona and not really having the abundance of community that I have had in the past, Like, you have to work 10 times harder at that, right? And so it was real easy for me 
on Sunday mornings. Like, that's my day. God listening. <laughs> we got that on the calendar. It's set in stone. We know what time, 1045. I will be at that church, right? But the reality is that God wants an intimate relationship with us. He does. And that is going to take more than just a one time picking up the phone and talking to him or really only talking to him when we need something. If we're being honest, for some of us, that's what the reality is. We only go to God if we need something. Um, And so I know I was not the only one dealing with this. And so I made a promise to God um, that part of this, like, okay, God, like, I'm not playing no more games is I'm gonna put you first. Like, as much as I think about my husband, as much as I think about my family, as much as I think about my work, as much as I am scrolling on Instagram, Lord, I promise to make a true effort to think about you the same. And even more, even hopefully I'm thinking about you even more, right? And so I knew I had to figure out how to get this together. So I didn't talk to God about this. This is another promise that I made to God. And... As I was studying the word, because that's how God talks to us, right? That's one of the ways. As I was studying the word, um, I was reminded of the story of Martha and Mary. And so for some of you all who might not be familiar with this, because there are 10 million stories in this whole Bible, please do not feel guilty, right? I'm going to go ahead and just quickly summarize for those of you all in Luke, and it's going to be chapter 10. um, Jesus and his disciples were out here on their trip right they just out here going around doing all this extra stuff i am not a bible expert so i'm not even going to try to attempt to give you all the context that is probably needed but just know jesus and his homies was out here running the streets okay and basically god told them listen knock on whoever door you need to open up or knock on because they're gonna open it up they're gonna show you hospitality because you are my son right so what we have here is Jesus knocked on Martha's door and her sister Mary was also in the house. And so Martha invites Jesus in to come chill with them. Mary, her sister, is at the Lord's feet, right? He, She is at the Lord's feet just listening, talking to Jesus. And Martha is over here the one that's preparing the house, cleaning and cooking and, and doing all the things. And ain't that some pressure though? Like, I really just want us to sit and think about that. Like if Jesus came and knocked on your door right now and said he wanted to sit on your couch and watch TV with you, first of all, probably half of us need to get our house in order and together in the first place to make it presentable to any other regular human being but let alone to jesus like <laughs> jesus is at our door sitting on our couch we need to put these dishes away we need to you know spray the febreze we need to take the trash out whatever it is that we need to do that's me i know that i already do that when guests come to my house washing sheets cleaning the dishes restocking the toiletries you know you want to make sure that everything is presentable you want to make sure your house is in order um and i mean i'm just like doing the most (laughs) on a regular basis so i can't even imagine if jesus came to my house and if my sister was there with me i would expect that she would do the same thing right like don't just have me up here being the only one you see jesus sitting here like can we knock all this stuff out so we both can be sitting here talking and chilling with jesus so i feel my girl mary she is upset 
Um, and so what we see happening is um, Martha is upset that Mary is just lazy, sitting on the couch talking to Jesus. And Martha told Jesus, look, now I know you see my sister over there just talking with you. And I know you see me over here washing dishes and doing all this stuff. So she got irritated. She asked Jesus to help her out, help, um, you know, uh, her out with getting Mary to come help her clean. And to her shock, Jesus was like, yeah, no, like, I'm not going to do that. That don't even make sense. <laughs> I can only imagine. First off, you fixed your mouth to talk to Jesus that way. Like, you're upset, all that stuff. I probably wouldn't even show any emotion. Like, I, I really don't know what I would do in that situation. Like, I would just have to be the only one cleaning up the dishes. But Jesus said he's not going to do that because it's Mary who's doing the right thing. Martha is the one out of line. He basically told Martha that she is worried about everything else but the one thing that matters the most, and that's being in his presence. Now, I can only imagine, because when I read this, it snatched me up, because this don't make sense, Jesus. Like, you want us to just be out here living in filth? Like, no, like, we got stuff to do. I have chores i got to go to the grocery store i have like there are legit things that need to be done and i don't think jesus is taking away the val validity of our to-do list at all but it becomes a problem when we focus on our to-do list more than we're focused on jesus in this situation and and literally quite literally when jesus is sitting in front of you when jesus is wanting to pick up the phone and talk to you but you're choosing to do something else you're out of line, right? And so what I saw in this text is me. <laughs> this has been me lately. But I also saw and noticed that if we are not careful, what started out as obedience can turn into obsession. When we focus on the task more than the calling behind the task. Like it's very obvious that Martha is a good steward over her home it's uh it's you know no question that martha has has hospitality that martha is very caring she's opening up her heart to jesus and you know his disciples that that her character is not of question however what martha lost salt, sight of is that jesus is the priority not the to-do list Right. He allows us to accomplish the to do list. But if you're not making time for him, you are focused on the wrong thing. And so in our human fleshly mind, what looks like Mary being lazy is quite the opposite. Mary is just focused on what's more important. What is more important in this life than the to do list? And that's Jesus. OK, that shook me up. And I'm, quite honestly, I'm still processing it. Um, and I, t I told the story of my aunt this morning. I was telling her that I had, I have historically been the type of person who goes to bed super, super early, seven, eight o'clock. Right. And because I'm tired, I get home from work. I'm doing all the things. Um, I'm tired. I need to sleep because I need to get up early in the morning. My husband goes to work at like 4 a.m. in the morning. So we're just up. It's a long day and I am exhausted at the end of the day. So I have to get a smooth eight hours. Jesus did not make me 
with the this the um body type to be able to survive off two hours of sleep that was not in my dna when he made me i need a full good eight hours and um people always used to joke with me on that like i'm not playing about my sleep but as of lately right ever since i have re-sparked my relationship with god um and i said in the last episode my faith has always been there that has not been a, a question However, I have not been that intimate with God. I haven't been talking with him like how I normally talk with him. That passion, that fire was not there. It was, you know, kind of just simmering. Um, And so ever since I've kind of reignited that, I have this energy that I have not had before. And as I've been preparing um, this blog and preparing this podcast it's a lot of work that goes into this please do not underestimate the work that goes into this but I completed this in a few days every if once God gave me that word that we need to get back on this it was literally one week one weekend several episodes were recorded we are in here out scheduling two three months in advance and I have been staying up till like two three o'clock in the morning to get these done and have never been able to do that before and let's be clear we are not on winter break at the time that i'm recording this i am very much still going to work you know (laughs) seven to five working and recording after and writing after but the lord is has been waking me up so early and sending me to bed so late but i have more energy now with him than I did without him, even when I was getting eight hours of sleep. So it's not a matter of, of do I have the time? It's are you making the time for the correct priorities? And when you're getting those priorities in, in line, God is going to take care of the rest. He is going to move things around. He's going to shift things around. He knows all. He knows all. He is already ahead of you and so if you just put him first the rest is going to follow and that was my fear that lord please do not give me an assignment that's going to take a lot of time because i don't already have it and he quickly told me oh baby girl but you you spending four hours on the weekends just watching netflix but you don't have time to talk to me for five seconds what so yeah snatch me up real quick we we, (laughs) snatch me up real quick I also want to share with you all just another time in my life where um, I recognized that my priority was just not where it needed to be with God, right? So my husband and I dated for four years before we got engaged. And I spent the last four and a half or the last year and a half, I should say, of our dating season praying so fervently to become a wife. And like, I mean, like, boldly coming to the throne with these prayer requests and it was like oh lord i want to be a wife it was your word said this i believe this therefore lord you need to make this happen right and jayla and i i mean we were doing bible studies together we were praying together and it felt like i was using every waking moment talking to god um and how he needed to talk to his son to convict him to get down on one knee because majority of my prayer time was not for myself. It was, Lord, I need you to, to tell your son that that I'm his wife and he needs to go ahead and propose to me. And when he finally proposed, 
it seemed like very quickly wedding planning took up majority of my life with with ease i was so stressed out and all of a sudden my prayer time was more scarce and scarce and i was spending less time talking to god and i'm thinking right like god just gave me the biggest blessing on my prayer list that i mean i spent a year and a half praying for i petitioned other people honey my whole bible study group was praying for Jalen and i to get married my auntie and family members were praying like i recruited children of god on this prayer and in turn when he gave me what i wanted i gave him a quick oh lord thank you you're so good and that was it and similarly i was praying at the same time that god would bless us for our house within our second year of marriage so all of these things happened within two years of us getting married and he delivered god hit me with the back-to-back blessings and once again in turn oh lord thank you you are so good that's all he got i spent majority of my time after i received the house preparing decorating you know working trying to manage the home at the end of the day, I got so tired and any free time I got, all I wanted to do was just lay on the couch, watch TV. Your girl was burnt out. I was tired. But again, it wasn't anybody else's doing it except for my own. My to-do list, my priorities is what got me exhausted. That's what got me burnt out. I can't keep putting out and not refilling my cup and putting in. And I was just like Martha. Just like Martha in this situation. I was so focused on so many other things that I ignored the most important thing sitting right in front of me. And as a result, my relationship with God suffered. My faith was there. There was no question about that. But my intimacy was distant. So what did I do? I repented. I talked to God. I asked him for forgiveness. And once again, I said, okay, but no, for real, God, this time, you're my priority. And so I encourage you to do the same because we are being called to a higher place. We are being called, especially with this generation, like we are being asked to do so many things and be so many things to so many people and be available so much of the time. But what are you doing to refill your cup? And not only that, but in what order are you filling your cup? That's the question. So I have a thought for you. You have the time if you make the time. And if you feel like you can't make the time, God can I want to offer up a prayer for us to close us out. So let's just get our minds, get our hearts just in the right place. And dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, I thank you and I praise you. Lord God, I thank you for always being the God that welcomes us back even when we are astray. Lord God, you are the King of Kings, the holiest of holies. Lord God, I thank you for just your majesty 
Lord God, we stand in awe of the way that you are able to manage everyone and everybody with no help of our own. And Lord, I just ask for forgiveness on me and on behalf of anybody else, Lord God, who has not made you a priority. Please forgive us, Lord God, because you deserve nothing but our honor, but your praise, Lord God. You deserve nothing but just shouts of gratitude. And so, Lord, I ask that you forgive us. And Lord, moving forward, just make it so clear what it is we are to do. And Lord, this world is asking a lot from us, but we want nothing more than to walk in our purpose and walk in our calling. So Lord, help us organize the day that is pleasing and acceptable in your sight, Lord God. Talk to us, commune with us, Lord God. I know that you are chasing after us. So Lord, we ask that you just meet us as we are chasing after you on our good days and our bad days. Lord God, we thank you for your grace. I offer all of these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Shine bright and stay holy. And honey, if you can't do that, then baby, take that up with God. If you like what you hear, please leave a voice message, like, comment, or follow me on Instagram at Thoughts and Testimonies.